Hey guys, welcome to Mikey on the Mic. Today I have my friend Sammy, uh, who is Hello. a hair goddess and also love guru. And she's just here to hang out and talk with me today. Well, hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm trying to be tech savvy. <laughs> How's that going? But I am no, I am no Michaela. Mm. I am not tech savvy. I'm very low maintenance over here. So I. What are you up to? I am just hanging out. I finished my last class day for my new job, so I've been celebrating that, and then just really hanging out on my back porch, you know, like I normally do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your back porch. It's beautiful. I love it. Um, I saw that you started your own podcast or TikTok. Well, it's like a it's it's like a live TikTok, and I've gotten no emails yet that I know of um, where people can. I want to be like your modern day Delilah. That's what I want to do. I want to. Yeah. You know, like share people's stories, play their song dedications. Um, I'm really worried right now because I plugged my phone up to this little thing. Do you, what kind of computer do you have? A Mac. Oh, I don't. So every time that I get this the thing on the Mac and I try to click on it, it doesn't let me go, go there. But I'm on my phone, so it's fine. All right. I don't know. I just want to make. I just want to make sure my whole entire life wasn't being like uploaded into his phone <laughs> computer. That's funny. Um, we'll have to get your TikTok um, name to put on the this podcast, so those people who listen yes. can listen to your modern day Delilah. Modern day Delilah. It's called From Sammy with Love. And all, like I, I haven't really figured out the route that I should go as far as getting people to like send stuff in, but it's definitely going to be, um, I have that email address to where people can, you know, send stuff in. Yeah. And, I mean, it sounds cool. I mean, do you give advice or do you just read everyone's dedications? No, I think I want to give advice too. I think that'd be really cool. You should do it. Yeah. Right? Well, everybody that's listening, all five of my listeners, go write Sammy. <laughs> yeah. Please write me. I was like posting it everywhere too. I felt a little bit ridiculous. Yeah, that's how I felt with this podcast too. Is like I feel like I'm like literally annoying the hell out of everybody. But you know what? It's fine. Not me. I went to go listen to it. Perfect. Well, I'm glad and I'm glad that I have you on. I know that our first uh, rendition of this episode did not go as planned since we had too much to drink. And I'm not going to lie to you. I honestly couldn't even follow the first like 10 minutes of it. So. <laughs> well, it was my first. So I've learned so much since then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I was all Which over the place. Sense. So. Not yet. I know. So tell me some cool things that have happened at the hair salon this week. Well, as you know, I reached out to you and wanted to let you know that I, in fact, broke my rib. Yes. 
I love how like anything happens to me. I have to call you or text you like immediately. I'm like, these are my symptoms of WebMD myself. Yes. Am I going to die? Yeah. Next year for nurses week, um, I expect a gift. You should. I mean, it's not every day you get to go to, well, back then go to the emergency room and then there's Michaela with your sweet little face. Yelling at patients. Actually, I'm not making sure yelling at anybody. They were yelling at me. Do you know the muffin man? <laughs> yeah. So you broke your rib. I did. So I haven't really worked. Um, I was trying to plan something for my birthday, which is in two weeks. I honestly want to do like another Golden Girls bar crawl. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. Because it was so fun the first time. Yeah. Um, That's where Amber and I met our wedding photographer in person. Yep, 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 yep. It was really great. It was a Golden Girls themed scavenger hunt that we had downtown, and everyone had a blast. Um, I then was talking with someone. I was like, well, she owns like a boat company here. And so I was like, well maybe we could just do a boat day. Like how many people are we going to get? How much money? And then we went on for two days, like planning this stupid birthday party. That's now not going to happen. Cause then I realized, Oh my God, I'm a dumbass. I can, I have a broken rib. Like I can't do any of that. Yeah, no, that's not smart. Well, that's about it. I did go, I didn't sleep all night on Friday and then I went to work Saturday morning like I texted my client because I have to sleep sitting up. Oh yeah. That's awful. It's not fun. So then I'm like, I can't sleep. And then I was like, here's, here's what's going to happen. Either you have to come into the salon at seven o'clock in the morning, or I'm going to go to sleep and I can't do your hair till tonight. So we both, I had no sleep. That's I've never done that before. I've gone into work and I'm like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm when I'm, when I'm tired, I cry. Oh, same. I am a crier too. But I have yeah, to be like so really exhausted a lot that morning. <laughs> oh man! My mom used to be like, "Just go to bed." Yeah, oh. you have someone coming up to do your. Yep, I have another episode to record tonight. Um, I don't know if I'll post it at the same time or not. Um, but my friend Tara um, that I work with is going to come on, and who knows what we're going to talk about? Also, because I don't pre-plan these things. I just let wherever I feel. Um, I like that for you. Hey, I am who I am. Um, but yeah, so I wanted though to make sure that we recorded, re-recorded our podcast, our drunken debacle night. That was such a hot mess. <laughs> it was, but you were, so I think that we should, incorporate some of that into this one because you were going in about um, astrology signs and your vast knowledge of yeah. astrology. So I feel like maybe we should talk about that. Um, I think we should. We should. I think hmm. you would know better than I do because you actually listened to it again. <laughs> uh, only for a few minutes. Well, so I guess astrology. So how long, like, are you like a really big astrology person? No, but so like my best friend is, and I remember when I was like in college, 
I was dating someone and I was, I just didn't, I never dated the right person until now. Mm -hmm. And she was like, pulled out this huge book. And I'm sure you could get it from Books A Million or wherever you buy your books, get it on Kindle. And it was like sex life for astrologist or something. And, um, it was special. It was, Oh no. Okay. Um, it, so that's kind of when I first started diving into it. And then she was, she's so big on all the Zodiacs and whatever. And then I really became obsessed with it. Cause then there's all these like your moons and the, the rising of Mercury yeah. and Saturn. And so, um, I do like, I do believe in astrology and that aspect because I'm a Leo cancer. What are you? I'm a Sagittarius. That is why we get along. Mm-hmm. I think we, I was, this is, yeah. So I'm like a Sagittarius in all of them except one. Um, like I think maybe my moon, not my moon rising. I don't know. One of them, like, cause you know, there's like 16 of them that I didn't know about that. There's like your sun rising, your moon rising, whatever. Um, and all of them are Sagittarius except for one, which is Aries. So no matter what, I'm a fire sign 100%, which makes sense because I'm hot headed. Yeah. So I'm on the cusp. So I'm, depending on which calendar you look at, I'm either a cancer or I'm a Leo. So I have like all the traits of Leo. I like to say that the Leo traits are like me on my going out nights or if I'm going to a party to be social, but then the cancer side is me on my everyday basis where I come home and I'm like probably going to put something on to cry (laughs) or I'm just very emotional. And like, I make everyone hug me when people don't hug me or like, if I say I love you and you don't say I love me, but like you love me back, like I will feel like you hate me. Like it's just the emotional <laughs> side of everything where I'm like, why? So I'm pretty sure people who are on the cusp are like bipolar. Maybe I'm bipolar. I think that's maybe what's wrong. And with me. I don't think that has anything to do with astrology. I think that's just mental health. True, <laughs> true. This is why you're smart and I'm not. No, I don't know. I so <coughs> I've kind of gone back and forth with it because Someone once told me, and I forget, I think it might have been my dad, about horoscopes and like how, because I used to be big on reading my horoscope. And I was like, today's going to be a lucky day because my horoscope in the the paper, like the newspaper, like. And you got like your lucky number. Yeah. And like these kids these days won't know about the newspapers. But um, I remember reading it and he was like, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? So like if it says you're going to have a good day you're automatically going to overlook anything that goes bad because you're like, you know Mm -hmm. what? It's okay. Cause I'm going to have a good day and you're going to look at all the good things and you're going to make it a good day. And if it says you're going to have a bad day, then you're going to be like, Oh, I'm going to have a bad day. I might as well just stay in bed and you're going to make it a bad day. So it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. So, and I mean, I feel like that is true. However, I also believe that like, you know, the moon has effect on people. So, because you know, we're like, what 70% water and no, maybe that's the earth. I don't know. Anyways, it affects like water and tides. And so I think it affects people. And so it does. why wouldn't there's actually, I know we talked about this before. There's an episode on the unexplained with William Shatner. Oh, good old William Shatner. I just love it. I don't know why it freaks me out a little bit, but I'm also like, 
He goes, well, that is what we'll try to find out. <laughs> Every episode. I feel like you should do I Unexplained to Sammy. That's a lot of, I mean, I could. <laughs> just go ahead and just fluff something my way. And then I'll be like, let me break it down. And well, we're going to find out. Let me dunk- well, that is exactly what we're going to try to find <laughs> out. <laughs> There's something I was going to say, dude, at Horoscope. So, um, I don't know. You were talking about like how it puts in a premonition, like your day. I was thinking, I can't remember now. Well, but anyway, so like my best friend who's like, was really into it and now got me into it. She was like, anytime something does not like work out with anyone, like let alone a boyfriend or a friend or whatever, she'd be like, well, that's because they're this, like that is like, <laughs> so whenever, so Sagittarius are like, obviously, like if you look it up, like Leo's and Sagittarius, we go hand in hand. So she's a Sagittarius and I just so happened to get me a boyfriend who was born the day after her. And she's like, she will take it back till the end of her. Well, that's because you couldn't marry me. <laughs> like I, my, my ex-husband is her cousin. And even at my wedding, she was like, I don't remember if she did it or not, but she was like, it's, she would tell people all the time. It's because she couldn't marry me. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Anyways, I do believe in horoscopes. Cause then, yeah. Yeah. No, I believe that like the planets and like the different draws maybe have something to do with like how we act or whatever. But I, I think it's something that I really... Well, there's like Merch- Mercury goes in what? Retro- wow. Retrograde. Wait till we yeah. go Mercury. And yeah. like when pe- it's in I do retrograde that. though, like let me tell you though, anything that happens, people are like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde. And you're like, yeah, okay, but maybe you're just klutzy. You dropped that pin because you, were, you weren't paying attention, not because Mercury is in the microwave. Right. I also like... The, I don't believe in three things go wrong and then something goes right. I feel like all the things go wrong in my life and I have to make them right. <laughs> I agree. Like, I don't believe in that. I know. I was talking to... I guess that's like a superstition. Yeah, that is more of a superstition. And I believe that things come in threes. Not necessarily that you'll have something right, but like, I believe death comes in threes. Um, but being a uh, nurse... I feel like superstition just go- comes along with the job. Like, you know, we have words that you don't say and like deaths come in threes and full moons are always bad shifts. But, um, where, where is I going with this? I was going to say, but I also feel that like where I was telling my new, like my educator for my new job. Cause I was, she's like, well, you know, sometimes things just break or whatever. And I said, Oh, things will always break around me and anything that can go wrong probably yeah. will. And if there's a small percentage of something happening, it'll probably happen when I'm on shift. Like, never fails. I am that percentage. Yeah. So I feel like I'm. I, I feel like I'm there with you in that. Um, and then you just kind of wonder, like, why other people have just like really freaking awesome lives, and like they. I have a client, and I will not name this client, but I have a client who is just always put together. She's got a busload of kids. She has a nanny. She does all these things with her life. Like literally like, and I, 
I don't know, but now I need to find out because I just every time she come, there has been one time that she's coming and she's looked like absolute shit, and I told her, I was like, I've never seen you this way. You look like shit. It makes me feel really great. <laughs> uh, but she just never does. I mean, she could be in workout clothes, and I'm just like, what type of angel decided that? Like, I just don't get it. I'm not hard on myself that much. Uh, I'm more hard on myself. Like if I gain a few pounds, but as far as like my looks go and my personality, like I very much am confident about that. I know that we all have our things that are wrong with us, but I, um, I still sit back and I'm watching love Island UK because five of my clients told me about it. And I'm like looking at these girls in there and there's some of them, you just fall in love with it. Cause they're so cute. Right. But you're like, how the F U C K did you guys make it into the gene pool mm-hmm. where like you were born with like a booty and boobs and n- not chest hair and armpit hair that's going down your, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, how, what, how does this happen with people? Yeah. I don't know. Why can't everybody just look strange, but then there's just gotta be those that are just blessed with their straight teeth that never needed braces or never had acne a day in their life or, can eat cheeseburgers all day long and they're like right i know i've never been that person i've always been a little chubby no i've always been i've always been really white um in fact tom or tim kelly in third grade um i don't think tim will ever listen to this but if he does i just want him to know what an effect he has had on my life in third grade called me Moby Dick. No, I was no, Tim. I was pale and white and chubby. So he called me a white whale, but just called me Moby Dick. And I honestly give him kudos for that literary reference that he had in third grade. But also I spent the rest of that summer trying to get my freckles to connect because I knew I could never get tan. But if they could just connect with each other, I would look oh, tan. Oh, we want to go down this rabbit hole. That is, that is honestly, that is very damn it tim dramatic and if tim's listening to this i hope your kids are pale <laughs> he was pale too he was just a scrawny pale little boy oh i know it's well fine. i we had a you know we had a guy and i don't know if it was like middle school or high school so basically when i first moved to wilmington many many months ago i don't live there now in case all of you people want to stop me and find where i live because I'm just that addicting. <laughs> um, I was bullied really bad. Bad, 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 bad. Because I was from like New Bern, then Whiteville and Southport. And so like I had a freaking accent. And, you know, it just by, by happen that like any of those girls come and like listen to your podcast. Like it was awful. I cried every day and then I ate lunch in my guidance counselor's office. And a lot of people would never know that about me because... I don't show that like I have that, but I have, I still to this day, like have a little bit of PTSD when I'm in a large group of girls Yeah. or like making friends, you know? Yeah. No girls are so mean. Like so mean. I like, I'm so thankful. Like my daughter's not had to deal with anything like that. Real. I mean, she, she has a little friend that like probably like made a comment one time before, but we handled that. But like, I don't ever want her to go through what I did and to hear my daughter make the comment one time that, um, she goes, I'm so ugly. And she's looking at herself in the mirror and I like almost like died on the inside. Right. Cause like, she's so beautiful right. and she's got a great personality. But then I was like, I cannot imagine how my mother felt. 
Yeah. Me getting off the school bus every day, coming home. My mom, now my mom did not really understand that the things that she probably was trying to like help me with also like gave me a false sense of reality. Like my mom on Valentine's day didn't want me to like feel like nobody wanted to be my Valentine. So she left something on the stairs to my house from a secret admirer. <laughs> and so I felt like, but it probably like boosted my confidence. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like the like, hard oh thing. God, I have a boyfriend. As a parent, like, do you, cause I mean, they need to have some sort of like sense of reality, right? Like that, you know, not everyone is going to like love you and that's okay. And it doesn't right. mean that you have to endure people being awful to you. However, sometimes you have to just know that sometimes you're not everybody's cup of tea and that's okay. And then also, like, when they do go through these bullying situations, I know it's so hard. Like, with my older son, he got bullied at his old school. And he got bullied for being white, which is, you know, it is what it is. But it was so hard to see him hurt and struggle and not be able to, like, I could have done something. I could have gone to the school and I could have said things. But then I was like, but then what am I teaching him if he's not handling his own conflict? And right now, it's not it's not harmful. Like, I mean, it's mean things, mean things are said and he needs to be able to say like, I don't accept you talking to me that way. And it, but it wasn't like threatening or anything like that. So I had to kind of let him handle it. And it sucks as a parent to like, not be able to like take care of that for your kids. But sometimes you got to let them do it, I guess. I, um, I was telling somebody the other day that like, I think as like, I started to get older, like in middle school, like I made really good friends and started to like, you know, and I don't know for a fact that I really have like good girlfriends from like high school. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a whole other conversation, not necessarily to do with me, but, um, you know, I had an older brother who was attractive and some of my girlfriends were like also around for other reasons. Um, but throughout the years, I very much like liked everyone. There was no like clickiness for me. There was no like, Oh, they're a band. I remember like one of the greatest friends that I like made and we don't talk anymore, but like to everybody else, he was strange, but I thought he was amazing. And I had a crush on a guy in high school and I thought like he was so cute because like he didn't have a TV in his room. Like everybody else. And I was like, yeah, I have always kind of been that way too. Um, and it has made me friends and it's lost me friends. Cause you know, the people who want to be clicky when you're not clicky, then it becomes like an issue. Yeah. And I always remember. And like, honestly, this is like, I'm pretty sure how I live my life even now, but in high school, there was a guy that had a hit list. Like he made a list of how he was going to kill everybody. And everyone thought it was really funny. Cause he had like different ways of killing people. Honestly, looking back on it, like it, Nowadays, he would have been expelled from school. But yeah, uh, and I remember asking him, like, well, how would you kill me? And I remember him saying, I wouldn't kill you because you're nice. And I was like, well, I'm glad. And like I told I told Amber, like in an active shooter situation, like because, you know, we do this training with the hospital. And I was like, honestly, I don't think I would be shot by the active shooter. I'll probably be the one that holds a door open for him thinking like, here you go. And like, I'll be the kind person yeah and they'll be like i'm gonna spare you while i go on a rampage and it's gonna be because i'm oblivious to 
what's going on around me, but I try to be. Well, where do you think, where do you think like people, where do kids learn this? Like that's obviously where it starts, but where like, cause it carries on even into like the adult world where it's just, some people are just, I don't, I mean, are they born toxic or are they um, trained to be toxic or are they raised toxic? Like I, I think it's probably a combination of everything. Like, I mean, I feel like people are born with certain characteristics. I think I don't forget what I was listening to, but people, like I was listening to like a podcast or something about sociopaths and how like there is like this theory that sociopaths are born with a gene. And mm. if it's not triggered, I heard they were dropped on their head too many times, like head trauma when they were younger. Oh, well, see, but no, they think that there's a gene and that if it's triggered, they'll become sociopaths. So if it's triggered by a traumatic event, um, or if it's not triggered, they could just go their entire life without triggering the sociopath gene. So it's kind of like one of those things like you're born with it, but if you are raised in a kind and loving and nurturing household where, you know, you're taught that everyone has value, then you won't necessarily devalue people. But then also we have to look at the like social media and TV influences now. And there was like a whole thing about teenagers or like preteens like them committing suicide because they didn't realize the finality of death because in their games, they can always respawn. They die and they respawn. So like, while they know death is bad and like, yeah, it's not the same as a video game somewhere in their like (coughs) preteen heads is that it's fine. I'll just respawn. Right. I, um, I don't know. I feel like there's social media is just difficult anyways, because like it's a visual thing. You can see things that other people have that you don't have, Mm -hmm. but then there's also like people that don't even know you. Like for instance, I was on TikTok live earlier just for a minute and this really intelligent female (laughs) got on there and told me I needed to fix my lace. And I was like, I'm not wearing lace. And she meant my like, a lace wig. And I was like, first of all, I'm a hairdresser. I know what a lace front is. This is not a lace front, ma'am. But thank you for being so kind. Have a great day. Wow. I'm like, well, well, I just, that, that blows my mind over everything is just the people who are sitting at home who are just like, had a bad day, feel like it's okay to get on something and like make comments that you just don't have to. Yeah, no. And it's going to be like that. And that's also like, it goes back to like, kids and like bullying our kids are going to have Mm -hmm. a whole nother type of bullying because like you and I like Tim Kelly called me Moby Dick at the public pool I went home and it wasn't retweeted called you white whale yeah it was Moby Dick so the big white whale that uh what's his face I forget um but but I got to go home, right? And it wasn't retweeted. People weren't commenting on it like, oh, yeah, that's so funny. But now with social media, it's constant and everybody can get involved. And so something that you could just right. walk away from after school and escape now is nothing that you can escape. Right. 
Um, and there's honestly, like, I guess there's just nothing that anyone can do about that. Like you could, you could start like this whole awareness program and try to like teach people better. But like some people just don't want to be better. No, no. Sometimes people are miserable and they want to make everybody else miserable to bring themselves up. But yeah. They want to bring them down to their level so they're not alone. Yeah. I think, well, cause we should probably wrap this up because we're about at the 30 minute mark and mm-hmm. we will have another episode together again soon. But I think in conclusion, the world sucks, especially when Mercury is in retrograde. Yeah. And <laughs> yep. And everyone should try to make their positive. Be nicer and be kinder. Yes. And be kinder to themselves. Yes. Be kind to everybody and yourself. Like grace and kindness are are so big and we don't we don't give ourselves or anybody else sometimes that so there's something that someone told this was this had to have been years ago but you know how like when somebody tells you something and you and it's not even about you it's like a story about somebody else and it sticks with you throughout the years so they told me that someone that they knew some girl who literally just exudes confidence she said that her father when she was younger had her stand in front of the mirror and say like, I am beautiful or something like that. Like affirmations in the, in the mirror when she was younger. And I don't want to say this is like a boot camp type of thing where they he made her do that. But it was, um, to the point that like, you know, sometimes when I get up in the morning, I'm like, dang, I wish I would have probably done that when I was a kid. Cause it would have saved me yeah. so much time, especially in my twenties. Like not think, oh my God, not thinking I was good enough for a job or a, a, a guy or a friend or, you know, going for things that I wanted. Yeah. No, positive affirmations are huge. I had to go through therapy where I didn't have to do positive affirmations, but like once a day I had to pick a characteristic, like a physical characteristic about myself that I liked. So like... I liked my shoulders. And then the next day I could be like, well, I like my shoulders and my cheekbones or whatever, you know? And then eventually it's, you're not looking at little things anymore. You're looking at the whole picture and you're like, I, I love my whole self because I have all these characteristics. Do you find it's sometimes easier to believe the things that you love about yourself when there's somebody else there to also, um, affirmate uh, love for you. I, I find that people tell give me the best compliments and even when I don't feel like it and then I think about it later and I'm like, well, I smile a lot and that probably makes other people smile. Although it makes some people feel uncomfortable. But <laughs> Yeah, I, d- I get uncomfortable when people try to give me compliments and so it doesn't, I always just feel like people are being fake and that's my own thing. Like I just, I don't know how to take it. Like where I'm like, Oh, you think I'm pretty? (laughs) Don't lie. Like you don't have to tell me that. Like, um, but you know, I've always been the funny one. Like I've always been the funny friend. I have gorgeous friends and I've always been the like funny friend and that's okay. Like, I mean, I don't think I'm bad looking by like any stretch of the imagination. No, but you are. That's, I was just talking about this with somebody the other day that I went to dinner. This was probably like 
I don't, it doesn't matter. It was a long time ago. It was like 20, 10 years ago. I'm, I'm in my early thirties guys. <laughs> um, but I remember there, we were at a group of girls at a table and there was one girl there that was not as, not as glamorous as probably other girls there, but I was so intrigued by her. Like and to the, to the point that I was like, do I like females? No, I know I don't like females, <laughs> but I was, I loved her. And I thought like, because she was her, like she wasn't putting on an act for anyone. She wasn't trying to get like, you know, like affirmations from anyone that she was beautiful or cool. But I was like, I just felt like she was so beautiful because of who she was deep down to her soul. Like to this day, like I'm like, dude, she's so cool. (laughs) And like, she might not. And I feel that way with people where it's like, you know, like when you like kind of blow my mind with like things that you know and stuff that you talk about, or even just like, even with you, Michaela, like your brilliance when it comes to like work and how you handle things and like your life. And like, I showed up to your house literally like a week after you moved in and you looked more moved in than I do after like two years. Yeah. Like you already had things on the wall and you're like, I'm going to build that over there. And somebody was building something in your bedroom and I'm like, good God. (laughs) And I think that like in each, each different woman, like we all find things that we love about each other, but it's the women who show love without having to burp. Like I have a client who like, I've always been like, man, what it would be like to be one of her friends. And so she started like inviting me places. Like I haven't been able to go, but she's inviting me lately. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why does she want to hang out with me? We're going back to the same client that I had earlier. That's like always put together. Yeah. But it's because we have so much fun around each other and like, it's just real. So I, I just feel like, and maybe, you know, maybe hanging out with her will make you feel worthy. Also knowing that she wants to hang out with you because of you. Yeah. Well, I think we get to like a certain point in age in our life where we're just kind of like, obviously the other times that we've tried to like gain like friendships with people or whatever, like just didn't work. And then you're just kind of like, I am who I am. And F you if you don't like it. Yes. 100%. That's like, I'm a mess. I'm a messy person. And my, like one of my really good friends, she's always like, i we went on a trip to Jamaica and she's like, I ruined you with this person because you're both messy. And I was like, I own it. It's who I am. Like my room could be completely clean when I go to bed at night. And then tomorrow morning, I'm going to wreck it like a wrecking ball. And there's going to be makeup on the door handle on the way out. Like, yeah, it's just, I do my makeup. Everybody's like, well, how do you do your makeup? I'm like, honestly, I do it in the car. Yeah, I believe it. You're yeah. You are kind of a hot mess, but that is, it's you. And like, I have gotten to the point in my age too, where like I, I've owned my stuff. Like I know who I am. I'm not changing for anybody. And if you like, if you get to know me, like I am super funny and endearing at times. And I will, I can be be, like the greatest person, but also I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And I know that. So like, that's okay. If like, we don't vibe, like I'm still going to like, be kind but like if we don't vibe like that's okay because I'm not changing for you and I don't expect anyone to change for me well it's just like my birthday party when we did the golden girl scavenger hunt like uh, you're probably like one of the last one of my friends that I would think would actually show up and then like you did oh yeah and we had a we did we had a great time but it's like um 
I don't know. Like when you keep kind of just putting your, it's very hard putting yourself into new situations where you're like, okay, here's what could go wrong and here's what could go right. But if you just go and like you're yourself and then it just yeah, all kind of flows into place. But it's when people are not being back to when you're like, when people give me compliments and then it, sometimes I don't know if they're fake or real. Um, I get that. I get it. Yeah. 100%. I think just being people use me every day, every day. They sweet talk me into getting an appointment at 8am or staying late or <laughs> coming in on my day off like people literally will be my friend so I can give them what they want and then you know it it sucks because I've had with my job at least like I have once every like I'm gonna say once every two to three months for sure I have a full-blown breakdown and I will ball myself to sleep like hysterical crying because I realized that like well for instance if you have time for this one. Yeah, no, we're good. I, okay. I have a client and she's very, she's very fun in the real, like outside of the salon. I would totally be friends with her and hang out with her all the time. She kind of degraded me her first appointment because she was going for a change and her hairstylist wouldn't do it. So I did it and I walked her through it. It was on my day off. And then at the end of it, she kept like, you know, when you're curling hair and then like you pull on it when it's still hot, like it's going to pull the curl out. So yeah. now your style is not going to look the way that you want it to. Well, anyways, it was just the way that she was like, and I remember my mom was there and I asked my mom to leave the room and I was like, what you're, what you're doing right now is making me feel like crap. This was like four years ago. Now she was still coming to me and I brought up this situation to her. And she acted like she didn't remember it. And I'm like, okay. And it's one of those clients you have in your book where you're like, and I don't mind saying this right now because I'm not saying the person's name. And if they were to listen to this, like maybe she should know. Yeah. But um, you have anxiety before. It's like you do the same thing every single time, but you're, I'm having anxiety even saying your name on my book. Well, this last time she was in, um, mentioned before that, like she messages me on a Saturday saying like, do you have time for me today on a Monday? Like, do you have time for me this week? The message I got before this last appointment was you're my first one that I want to go to, but if you can't get me in on these times, I'm going to have to find someone else. But I wanted to ask you first. So what do I do? I make time for her because now I feel job guilt. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And so, so she comes in and this is where you can step in. Um, I'm doing a 10 minute root coverage. So normally when you color someone's roots, it takes up to 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay. 10 minute root coverage is very much, it's stronger. It's 20 volume, which you would use on gray coverage anyways, but it's 10 minutes. If you leave it on for 10 minutes and five seconds, it's going to stain you. Any type of color that you get on like your root, if you are a person that stains more, you're going to stain. Right. I always just so assume I I'm going to have some stains because I get right. darker color right. and it stains because I have pale skin. So. Right. So I'm doing my best, like removing it. So I'm taking a towel, I'm removing it. And then I took a, um, some like this big makeup sponge I had and I cut it up and I put, um, cleaner on it and I put it on her. I'm trying to like rub it off. Well, now she's taking a towel and she's rubbing it, right? Mm -hmm. Now she's burning. And I don't know if it's because like we both have been trying to clean it and her 
balayaged hairs laying next to it. So the chemicals are like reacting. Yeah. But, um, we had a discussion when we went in where she was like, I like my hair right now. So she had sprayed something on her roots. And so I was like, we should just do a color retouch for all you people that are wondering. It means no highlights. It's just color retouch. She is literally at the shampoo bowl, like not having a good time. And I'm like putting Neosporin on. I'm like, don't touch anymore. She keeps touching it. And so I get her back to the chair and she's making comments like, Oh, I'm going out later. And like, now I have this. And I'm like, I'm sorry. She goes, it looked like a magic eraser. I'm like, it wasn't a magic eraser. It was a makeup sponge that I cut up in different ways and, um, put cleaner on it to like, get it off your face. So she, her hair looked great. She ends up leaving. And then that night I get like three or four messages where she's like, all my friends think this is a chemical burn. What do I need to do about this? I'm like, um, call our mutual friend who's an esthetician and then go to your doctor because I don't like, I know, like I know a lot of things, but like what I don't know is like how to help whatever's happening right now. Right. And so I don't know if she called it or not, but here I spent the next three days checking in on her. I get a text the next morning where she's like, how can we fix the dark roots around my face? And I'm like, well, you didn't get highlights done. Okay. So I messaged her for three or four days and like, I finally, like that morning where she asked about like, what can we do? I responded back. I was like, well, you didn't want highlights. So I would give you highlights. And then she doesn't respond. So now I'm worried. Okay. Like I'm like, did your chemical burn turn into like a facial burn or is it traveled on your body? I don't know. Right. And so finally, like, I'm like, you message me at like seven o'clock in the morning on Saturdays on my days off. I come in for you, whatever. So I was like, listen, I pour my heart and soul into my clients. And if they need something and I'm able to work it out, I'm going to do it. And that means time that I spend away from my kid. Mm -hmm. So if I can take the time mm -hmm. to message back to your appointment, when I have an online booking site that you could just do everything through, then I'm going to ask you not to ignore me. I feel like so that's fair. I get a message. I get a message back where she's like, I'm not ignoring you. I, um, and that was it. She deleted her next appointment and whatever. But it was like, if I didn't say something and she would have deleted her appointment, it would have hurt me 10 times more, but I had to say something. But that whole situation in itself sent me down a rabbit hole where I was like, what can I do besides what I do right now? Yeah. Cause my job is so invasive. No, like I mean, it's got to be hard to be a hairstylist. Well, yeah, oh. because like, especially after COVID, like, people want this and that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's a good place go. to wrap it up. But um, be kind to your hairstylist, people. Um, I will put Sammy's yeah. TikTok name on here so you can see her from Sammy with Love. Um, live, or live casts or whatever. And then... Um, Sammy, I promise I won't ignore you when I make my appointment. <laughs> Just in case I leave you a chemical burn. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I expect it at this point. Just let me know. You're <laughs> She'll be back. She'll be back. She'll be back. <laughs> All right. Well, I love you. Okay. Thanks guys well, for listening. Your night. Love you. Bye. Okay, bye.